And mm. I mean, let's face it. If you're a fan of the show, nobody wants to be Charlie as compared to because Hank Moody is the coolest guy to ever. He's one of the coolest. walk the planet. I like I literally literally refuse to say the name <laughs> David Ducom because there's no such person to me. Anything else he did is garbage. Wow. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. We're ready to go. Adios, motherfucker. Adios, motherfucker. Adios, motherfucker. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep this we're gonna keep this episode real short. We're just gonna get straight to the point because we want to get back to the Instagram <laughs> video we were watching. We're gonna wow, cutting our fans short for that. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but what we were watching, you're probably gonna hear about at some point. So it was a, she was talking about her heart. Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying the person we were talking to is hopefully going to be a guest. Yeah, that'd be great. She, she seemed excited. So, and we'll talk about all the things she wants to talk about. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll give her, we'll give her a, our platform. <laughs> our platform will be her platform. But tonight, we're not going to. Why not, motherfucker? Tonight, we'll be drinking and talking about the greatest TV show. Let's get to the drink. In I want history. Drink. Yes. Yes, it is. And you're, if, I don't know if you guessed or not, but. I'm assuming we're going to put it in the description so they'll know. But the, the name of the show? Yeah, it'll be in the summary. If they read it, they'll already know we're talking about Californication. Yeah. Phenomenal show. I mean, first of all, if they're smart, they won't even need to read the description. They'll know we're talking about Californication. So. Um, the name of the drink I picked for tonight. Oops. Ooh, he almost drank some. Almost committed the show faux pas. Uh, no drinking until the, until the initial drink, the first drink. Has to happen. Which Live. the name of the drink is Adios, motherfucker. Oh, wait, how do you say it? Adios, motherfucker. No, wait, how do you say it? Adios, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> what the name of the drink <laughs> is Adios, motherfucker. Uh, whatever. We incorporated that into Adios, motherfucker. In my notebook, it's absolute motherfucker because uh, somehow I mistook mis- mistook what you said for ap- for Adios for absolute. Oh, I don't know why, but I don't either. Yeah, the reason they call it that is because it's um, strong. It's it's all booze. I'm assuming it's as, going as, to be very strong. As the person we were discussing live with said, "Is what is she just any garbage you could pour into a glass?" <laughs> Pretty much. It's yeah. It's uh, hey, what's on the counter? Pour it. Pour it in the glass. There you go. Um, so we have half ounce vodka, half ounce rum, half ounce tequila, half ounce. Gin, half ounce blue caraca, Caraco, I'm sorry. I said it again. I don't give a fuck. Two ounces of sweet and sour mix. Top it with some Sprite. Shit, and stir. And drink. And then drink. And I, what, su- I suggest stirring. And what do you get? You get adios, motherfucker. And it looks kind of like Smurf piss. Oh, it does look like Smurf. Well, the blue. Yeah. It's very blue. Very blue. Hopefully it's very tasty. Because if it's not... This could be hell because it's a big glass. It's, we got a pint. This one's a pint glass of of adios. Yeah, motherfucker. All right, cheers. All right, let's give it a try. Woo! 
That's a you sissy motherfucker. <laughs> kind of grabs it by the boo boo, don't it? What's the boo boo? Um, that's uh, from Caddyshack. When Bill, Mur- Bill Murray is smoking pot with Chevy Chase, and yeah, they're they're token up. He goes, kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? Oh, but what is the boo boo? Uh, is it the I, cock? I don't, I don't know. It just sounds funny. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what a boo boo is. Boo boo, hey boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a boo boo is. Always kind of say it. I'm here's why I want to know if it's if it's the cock because tonight. The plan is to rock out with our cocks out. Oh, I just put mine on the table. <laughs> I put mine on the table. No, that joke um, never gets old. <laughs> apparently not, because I'm laughing. <laughs> apparently, I get, apparently, I'm a child of sense of humor. Rock out with our cocks out is, yeah. If you know the show, you know the expression. So I'm not. I don't need to. Well, and you know. Um, let's go, motherfucker! So, let's get into this From first. California. Oh, we gotta rate drinks and shit first. Let's rate them up! Jesus, I wanted to start talking about... I'm so excited to start talking about the show, I forgot about the I'm drinks. I'm excited, because I think I want to start it over and start watching it. Right? Oh, that's what we should do when we're done here. Let's watch a little few episodes. Throw it in, start from the start, and yeah. plan a night, and fuck watch yeah. an episode. Oh, I like it. Yeah, fuck All yeah. Right. All right. Just like, so, quick story. Let's start rate the drink. Quick story. What do you want? Go. All right. Quick um, story. Great. Go ahead. Quick story. <laughs> quick story. We were um, a couple of years ago and one of the seasons was coming out, whatever it was, four or five or something. Um, we didn't have showtime. So I waited for the date of the release of the DVD. How you did it in the old days. In the old days, which was whatever, Friday. Okay. So I'll go buy it Friday. That weekend, we planned that Saturday, starting the afternoon, and we just watched the whole season. And on top of it, at that time, I had, it must have been around because it was shortly after Christmas. Because for Christmas, my old boss from California sent me a case of wine, California wine. And as clever as we are, we saved and drank the case of California wine watching Californication. That's how clever we are. That's why our podcast is so well received. It's Absolutely. all this cleverness. It, of it. It's flowing over to the podcast. So we also drank Pearl Jam beer. We did. We had one bottle of Pearl Jam beer. Thank you, Jerry, my brother. Um, limited edition Pearl Jam beer. Hard to get. He I bet that motherfucker it. doesn't listen either, does he? That bastard. I'll kick him in the balls. Um, I think he found three bottles, but if but if not two. So he gave he gave me one, which is very nice of him. And that we uh, so yeah, we had been texting with our friend Josh. He came over, three glasses of Pearl Jam beer. We tried Alvarati. it, and then uh, continued on with. The rest of the season, and I don't know that I remember the last couple episodes. But anyways, let's go. Rate the drink. We probably ended up at a strip joint at the end of the night. <laughs> we probably that would be my guess. With with um yes, because that's what they would have done at the end of the night. Right. I'm gonna rate it up. Um I gotta yeah, I gotta you like it? What do you think? Take another I, drink. I do, I like it. Um it's yeah, it I think one pint of it is gonna be plenty. <laughs> A smart man I once knew described it as a a Long Island iced tea without the iced tea or something or something. I don't remember. I just he said it's a Long Island Long Island iced tea with brew blue. Oh my god! Uh oh! Wow! Who's the coach from the Water Boy? Somebody help me out! 
Right, we can find it. It's coming. Um, no, I like it. I uh, okay. I would. I, I don't like it a lot. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be talking threes and fours here. We're we're gonna we're gonna call this a a, a two plus. It's not unbearable. A two plus. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna call it a two plus. Okay, you tell me. Because the taste is the taste is like a one, but the fact that it no the taste is not a one the taste is the fact that it's going to get the job done in a big hurry, be hurry elevates it a little bit sure so because you're not going to have to spend a lot of money trying to get drunk if you drink these the two of these you're probably be on the floor all the booze but that's all right well I mean if you but you get a lot of bar so two 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 plus. plus. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, for the, as many hard liquors blended together, it's, it's drinkable. You don't count blue caracal as a hard liquor? <laughs> I think it's like 30 proof. It's not a... No, it's not hard liquor. I'm, just, I'm joking. I just like to say caracal as many times as possible because it's so wrong the way you say it. I know. I like it, though. I'm going to go straight up 2.5. Boom. Straight up 2.5. I'd drink it again. Totally average. But totally average. Tasteful for a... Yeah. You couldn't drink the only a lot thing, of them. The only thing that's going to be tasteful about this episode. is the drink. Yes. Which we will enjoy. Okay. Now that we've gotten past the drinks... Again, do you remember the name of the drink? No. Adios, motherfucker. The now, boys would say that as they were getting intoxicated. They would on say, their excursions for the evening. Yes. Which Mother, were hilarious. Motherfucker. Got used a lot. Mm. All right. Now that we've gotten past that, we just did we just did an episode on Scrubs, and we, we tried to decide who was Turk and who was JD. <laughs> so, of course, we're going to do this. So, we got to know who was, who was Hank Moody and who was Charlie Runkle. And, mm. I mean, it, let's face it. If you're a fan of the show, nobody wants to be Charlie as compared to because Hank Moody is the coolest guy to ever He's one of the coolest. walk the planet. I like I literally literally refuse to say the name <laughs> David Ducom. Because there's no such person to me. Anything else he did is garbage. Wow. That's a little harsh, but okay. Yeah. Well, no, his books are good, actually. I like his books. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna just fess up and I'll I'll go with I'll be Runkle because you're definitely a bigger slut than I am. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is that? Uh-oh. And as far as I know, you've never been caught masturbating at work. <laughs> I have not been caught so, masturbating at work. And so, ne- so if you're fessing up, neither have I. <laughs> no, I re- no, I've never I've never been caught. Oh, well, if you haven't been caught, then then it's okay. Char- Charlie Ronco gets fired in the show for masturbating at work. So. <laughs> oh, Ronco. Uh-uh. You kidder. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you know, I guess as long as until you're caught, you can't really, it never happened until you get Well, caught. how are you going to get caught is my question. I mean. Well, yeah. he was in his office. <laughs> oh. He was just at his desk. Yeah, no, I would definitely, I would reserve a conference room for it. Well, that's good, so, that's good smart thinking. Right yeah, there. yeah. reserve a conference room and uh, put porn on the big screen. And uh, invite nobody. And, right, yeah, it's a meeting for well, nobody. I mean, what if your coworkers want to? Uh, I guess I could, yeah, I could put out a feeler. 
Yeah. Hey, this is what I'm reserving the conference room for if anybody's interested. Nice. You know, nice. everybody needs a release in the middle of the day. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, otherwise everybody would be, you know, re reserving the room one after another. You, you know, know how you start to feel at like two o'clock in the afternoon. You need that five hour energy, you know, a little sluggish feeling. Just, just going to say some people just. Yeah, no, have, I have, have a soda or five hour energy drink. Yeah, no, I go. Yeah, I reserve a conference room. Conference room D. For dick. <laughs> I thought. I'm so glad that people. I mean. Considering what I divulged in a previous episode, <laughs> people are going to be like, that motherfucker really jerks off at work. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. They'll believe it. Yeah. I don't really jerk off at work. Often. <laughs> Especially um, not on Tuesdays. Not, no, right. Tuesdays are sacred. Right. For work. Uh, right. Yeah, nope. Never. Never. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. So I'm not... I don't think either one. First, I mean, to be, to be 100%. Yes. Neither one of us yes. is cool enough to qualify for the hang movie part. This is true. Wow. So, yes, this is true. To sit here and be like, oh, I'm Hank, you're yeah. checking out. No, we're both runkles <laughs> on, on our best day. <laughs> and I'm honored. And I'm honored. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'd rather be Eddie Nero. Mm -hmm. he's, okay. he's pretty disgusting. And so, well, we can move. Yeah. You're right. Bottom line, nobody's cool. We, we would we would just we would cut off our left nut to hang out with Hank Lee. I would, I would. There's something about watching an episode of Californication that just takes you away. Takes you away. It's got a yeah. Do you when you're in your conference room at work masturbating? Do you think of Californication or Hank Moody? Just in, Hank Moody. Just Hank Moody. Okay. <clears throat> That's not gay, is it? No, I'm not so. even gay at all. I mean, if I'm, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I don't think about him in any of his conquests. I, it's strictly him. And you. And me. Just hanging out, growing out. Ah, not gay at all. Okay, cool. Um, so we're going to be top 10. Top nope, 10? Nope, nope, top five. Jesus Christ. Hot girls, Kank Moody. Bedded. To be fair, not all of them were in a bed, but that's all right. Not, yeah. Most of them probably weren't. I don't know. A lot of them. Either way. Top five Hank Moody ladies. We're just going to go straight to the list of... Well, no. I, I need to I need to mention one because she needs to be talked about. Not on my list. Top five. Hot Hank Moody. Hot. hot. But we need to talk about Laura. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's not on... Yeah, she's not on my list either. But the scene was so amazing, so funny, so freaking funny. Yes. When Hank and... and, and I'm going to let you delicately work your way around this I'm scene. I'm so bad at this. I, I You don't you don't like to... You're like you're like Elliot on Scrubs. You like to, like, say bajingo instead of pussy or well, something. Well, yeah, I... Here, you want me to describe the scene? Hank, Hank and Runkle are out. They run into a girl. She, she beats the shit out of Hank in a boxing ring. She beats the shit out of Hank. Because he doesn't remember who she is. Can't remember who she was. I'm just repeating you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Carrot. Either way, they get back there. They go back to his place. <laughs> they get naked. They're doing the devil's threesome. Uh, what is the devil's threesome? And the whole time. Well, that, my friend, would be two guys and one gal. That is. Um, Eiffel Tower and, in uh, it? Could be and then, um, in the meantime, they had just, they had been broken up with their ladies. 
the ladies are like, let's let's give them another chance. Let's go over to their place and surprise them. That's just dumb. That's here's a worst. here's a tip, ladies. <laughs> if you and your man aren't together for any period of time, and you have all of a sudden, we were on a break. Exactly. You have all of a sudden decided you would like to get back in the good graces of said man. Uh, Don't just show up at his place. I guarantee you, he's fucking. <laughs> As soon as that breakup happens, we are taking our pants off and going to, we're deep, deep. We are sewing oats, man. Well, the funny story of it was. Don't just show up. Don't just show up. Yeah. Bad idea. So in the course of the devil's threesome, Hank is, keeps going, where do I know her from? She's making noises and kind of where I should know her. And then at one point as um, she turns over and she's, her head's resting in, in Hank's lap and and in wrinkles between her legs and he as she's moaning, what's he doing between her legs he's doing some oral um Kening, on her. Kan, kan, i can't say that word wow you can i can't Kening, kanji, oh boy wow caningul caningulus wow, wow. i don't know and as she was getting closer he he would he yelled out ruckle stop i now i know where i know her from as the, as the two girls bust into the room and Runkle doesn't stop and she squirts and blows Runkle all over Runkle. And the girls see the explosion. <laughs> Devil's ah, threesome so, with Laura so, the Squirter. The whole thing happened, yes. It was, it was classic. Devil's threesome. Oh, classic. Reminds me of a trip to Wausau. <laughs> Wow. Well, I lived there for two years. So, I mean, I might have ran into a squirter or two. You, you might have? Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. They're out there. They're out there. That's what I've heard. Yeah, they're out there. Well, that's what I've heard. <clears throat> okay, any other mentions for you? Well, we haven't even got on to the hot chicks yet. Let's just talk about some of the things that I like about about this wonderful show that that uh, we call our favorite. Uh, yeah, I like to call like my manifest. You know, this is how I want my life to go. <laughs> I want to live Hank's life. Yeah, no, any, any. Yeah, no, that's. There are some. There are some quotes and some things that are funny as hell, though. And uh, when he calls, when he call, I, I can't remember her name, the character's name, either Kaylee or Callie or Kylie or something like that. And he tells her she had her lips are so moist they look like kissable cupcakes. Oh, that I like. How many times have you used that line? Um, has it worked? Once. No, I've never used it. <laughs> never used it. I can't pull it off. Um, there's the episode where Hank and Runkle. I think I, it might be like right after the squirter episode where they're now they're both depressed because they were going to get back with the ladies and they don't. So they, they decide to go out and get all fucked up and they both end up with tattoos and Runkles is a butterfly tramp stamp. <laughs> and then like five seasons later, they're, uh... they're in a tattoo shop again and not to get tattoos to grab somebody out of there from getting a tattoo. And Runkle, as everybody's leaving, Runkle turns to the tattoo artist and says, Hey, and he lifts the shirt up. He's, is there anything you can do about this? And the guy looks at him. He's like, get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> Don't get a butterfly tramp stamp, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better judgment. No tramp stamps. Tattoos are for. Hey, I have a tramp stamp. No, I have a champ stamp. 
champ. They call it a champ stamp when it's on a boy. Okay, so you still have a champ stamp. I have a tattoo on my lower back, but I <laughs> but I have an entire back piece. So <laughs> it's not. I don't just have a lower back tattoo. I have a back piece that extends to my lower back. So we, where I worked, there was a cook um, that was bending over one time, and, and he were like, "Do you have a tramp stamp?" Because <laughs> his shirt looked kind of gone up, and we kind of questioned. And then finally, one day, I was like, "Hey, I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter." He didn't work through that real long. Do you have a tramp stamp? <laughs> And he quickly turned around like, why, why? <laughs> so after getting him loosened up a bit, found out the story that he went out and got drunk with his friends. And they tramp And they him. said they were all going to get tramp stamps because it was the coolest, latest thing. And then once he got it, they're all like, no way. <laughs> so he was the only one to get a tramp stamp. Of his they made him go first. They, they made him all go back first. Out. And then they were like, their, their intentions were never to get one. And he's like, yeah, so, yeah, I'm stuck with it. I'm stamping all my friends. Failed, intentionally did that to him. I cannot believe how much I love that story. <laughs> I would love to do that to somebody. <laughs> and, uh, so he's got it. Yeah, you're funny. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I also uh, have I also have Cokie Smurf on my list because... Because who doesn't like a Cokie Smurf? Coked up Smurf. Coke, coke, coked up Smurf, yeah. There's a character named Marcy who's a small, little, tiny, little thing. And uh, during during one of the seasons, she develops a cocaine habit, and and Hank always calls her something Smurf. Something Smurf. She's a petite lady, little lady. Yeah, she's tiny. She's just a tiny little thing. And, uh, and we're drinking for Smurf piss. We are drinking Smurf piss. So that also, yeah. So not only the motherfucker part, but the the blue, the blue, yeah. So that name, that nickname to me is always something that I find hilarious. <laughs> All his nicknames are funny. There was a lot of yeah. This, this, like our last episode with Scrubs, I, I'm certain we could sit here and talk about it for hours and hours and hours. Absolutely. But we won't bore you that much. We'll <laughs> try and try and stay tight. We'll go into the, we'll go into the hot ladies. Oh, I love me a good hot that lady. Our, 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 our personal preferences. Our personal preferences. Yep, 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 yep. Um, which I, I do have out to 10, but I had to give a nod to Laura. Um, we'll just, I'm just going to go right into my top of my fifth. I'm going to do it because I know it's it's not going to bode well. Yeah? Yes. Your number five is not going to bode well? It's not. That's not good. Why is it not going to bode well? Because my number five is Karen. You're such a fucking idiot. Told ya. Told ya. property when I'm getting ready. Sorry, just a brief little interlude of motherfuckers. Can we get another one? Push there. I like the way you handle that shit. Right, motherfucker. She's a work better than the mess. I gotta be ready for her. Emily, physically, sexually. Every time you start banging the entire college campus, right you are, motherfucker. Hey, you dumb fuck out. Motherfucker, Charlie. Hey, hey, you buddy. That's right. You're pulling it over, it's a montage.
that's when they're all yeah like he's he's fired Runkle as his agent and Runkle like to try and get him back he like falls in the pool like fully dressed or whatever and <laughs> not happening oh, so motherfucker <sighs> all right you, you cut my Karen off I'm, so Karen so, is sorry a... yes I I did I wanted it's to get totally some motherfuckers in there totally worth it um, Karen's the main lady in the show it would be Hank Moody's love interest that just seems to not work out. And she's um, extremely beautiful and uh, intelligent and driven and hot. And I, and I would not have a top five without her, but, but I'm I, a, here's what I'm going to say. We're going to find out as we go through this list that your top five list is just going to get sluttier. You're, you're going to lean towards the fucking hoe bags. That he I, which of the ladies would I like to spend the weekend in bed with? <laughs> Is the way I looked at it. Okay, I don't even have a number five. Was that not the, the assignment? Um, I don't. Well, we just said that. Yeah, we said okay. Or did I just interpret it that? Let way? me. Let me. No, let me. I may have interpreted it. That way. This was what the text said. Oh, I don't. Hank Moody's top five sexual partners. Keep that in mind as we go through this list, people. You sure now? Hank sure Moody's text said? top. I will post a picture of the text. Okay. Yes, I believe you. Hank Moody's top five sexual partners. I might have interpreted it. So. I don't really have a number five. I could only come up with four that I thought were worthy of the list. I do have a number five. Number? I do. I do. Yes, I didn't write it down. So I have an honorable mention who I'm just going to whatever. My honorable mention is Jackie, the student slash stripper, who has really fantastic personality. Breastuses. Oh. She's, she's, yeah. Fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Susan Sarandon's daughter. Get out of town. Yep. Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yep. Hmm. She doesn't look a thing like her. Yeah. Are you sure she's not? Okay, I'm, you can tell. Are you sure she's not Suzanne Summers' daughter? Because that's what I thought you said one time. And that's why I was so shocked by it. Nope. Suzanne, Suzanne, Suzanne Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. All right. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say about Jackie. She student, made, student turned stripper. Student slash stripper. She's on my list strictly, and I know this is shallow, and I apologize. No, I don't. She's on my list strictly because her tatas are fantastic. I, Amazing. I don't think she's that attractive, personally. No, okay. But that's fine. The boobs are nice to look at. All right. Well, she's in my honorable mentions list as well. So that's okay. Okay. So you already did five. I'm going to do five now. Okay. I gave me my five. You go ahead and do yes, your five. Yes, my number five would be Trixie the Hooker. Trixie the Hooker. Played by Judy Greer. Again, I don't find her to be the most attractive woman on earth. You shallow. I, no, it's not shallow. I'm just being honest. Man. See, this one isn't shallow at all because what I love about her is her personality. That she's a strong woman. That she's a hooker. <laughs> I love the occupation she's chosen. She's proud to be a hooker. Yeah. So she's hilarious. I like her character. I and, really do like her. I character. love her character and I love that Hank Moody. Not that I want to snort cocaine off of a hooker's ass. But if there was a hooker's ass, you could snort it off of. But if I was like a billionaire, and that would probably would probably be a bucket. Not maybe not a hooker, but I would maybe a bucket list item to snort some coke off. Well, of. that's why you're shallow. I'm not. I would it off my wife's ass, okay? Which one? The one in the one in China or the one in Australia or which wife are we talking about? All. 
All of them? Okay. All right. Yeah, that's not shallow at all then. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny, the whole, because throughout the, they hooked up several times throughout the show, and he, he always wanted a freebie, but she always made him pay. Mm-hmm. It was, was funny to me that he was always... Yeah, he Obviously, like the first time they met, he thought it was just a hookup. He did, yes. And yeah. then paid, and then after that, he always wanted to get a freebie. Yeah. And he tried his old Hank charm, and nope, she always made him pay. She was not... Yeah, she did not succumb to that charm. She was so he never knew if he really liked her, if he liked him or not. And I don't know. It was funny. It was a funny. It was a yeah. And they would bring her back just occasionally, once in a while, and just throw her into a yeah. And she was she was always great. So, I think it wasn't well. There was one where he didn't have any money, and he had to yeah, like there was some come up with the money. He had to figure out a way to get her money. Yeah, yeah. There was something. So that's my that's my five. Now we're all now we're all caught up. So my four. Mia. Mia would be from season one with the uh, the 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 start of um, fucking and punching Hank. Well, well, she was riding Hank, mm. and but unbeknownst to him, she let off and not you know not a slap or anything. She just punched him across the face. <laughs> and again, well, I don't necessarily agree. Great cans. Sure. I'm back. Damn it. Uh, Never mind. Forget it. I wouldn't say anything. Where were we? You want me to start recording? Too late. I already did. I know you did, fucker. (laughs) I know. That was for you, Mary. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody wants to marry Mary. Mary, Mary. Whatever. We'll edit that part out. Don't worry about it. I'll edit that out. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. hands where we left off. How does your garden grow? Call it what you will. Never mind. <laughs> Fucking and punching. Fucking and punching. So, Hank went to this experience. She punched him. Bam! Find out that she's the daughter of the, her his ex-wife's... Nope. Fiance. No, they were never. They never. His ex spouses. No, they were never married. His ex baby mama's fiance's daughter. It's who he ends up banging, fucking, and punching. He didn't punch her. She punched him. And he thinks she's older. And then he comes to find out she was only sixteen at the time. Yeah, that's a whole other plot line of the season. Yes, because she he writes a book. She writes a book. She wrote the book. He wrote the book, and she stole it. He wrote the book, she stole it, and then blackmailed him and said she was going to tell everybody that he banged her when she was only 16. Yeah. If Yes. So, But there was a book out there fucking and punching. Yes. And then they'll be coming more into that, that it gets made into a movie. So there's my four. Mia. Uh, Madeline Zima. 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 Like the drink. Oh, yeah. That's... You know what? What? Oh, my God. How did... Okay. So I know at the end of our last, our last episode... I'm sorry to... I digress. I'm going to go the other direction okay. because you mentioned Zima. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned we have, we have our new logo. We do. Who was designed by my, by my friend, Becky. Yep. And Becky was a girl Shout that out. I, whoop, whoop. yeah. Thanks again. We love it. Becky was a girl that I went to, to fake college with technical college with. Nice. And when she made it, she told, she told me just have a drink for me. 
And I said, okay, we can do that. So at the end of the last episode, we, we had a drink for her, but we should have, we, what we did, you know, we cheers, we cheers. Okay. Um, I hope if we didn't, we're cheersing now. What we, the drink we should have had was Zima's. Did she drink Zima's in college? Back in the, we had a weekend back when we were close to the end of our, like close to graduation where a big group of us all went camping and Zima was a very popular drink at the time. (laughs) That weekend. We were all drinking Zima. So (laughs) we definitely should have toasted with a Zima, which I think you can get again. I heard they made it again. I haven't looked for it. But anyway. Hey, to uh, to Becky, thanks for the logo. logo. Check out the logo. The new logo. New and improved logo. And if you have any of the uh, merchandise with the (laughs) the old logo, it's, yeah, keep it. Keep it because it's going to be worth a lot of money someday. Yes, yes, keep that logo. We, we, we've advanced, man. Um, Zima. I haven't had one in years. Okay. Your number four? My number four? Are we back to me? We're back to you. Your number four was Mia. Mia. My number four is Annika Staley. Annika Staley, who is the Rolling Stone writer who wants to write a story about Hank writing a book about Lou Ashby in the second season, played by Carly Pope. And she is beautiful. And I honestly don't remember the scene in which he fornicates Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with her. So I can't, I can't even, I just, I remember the scene where they're sitting by the pool talking and she's she's beautiful. Just beautiful. So she is number four on my list. Excellent. Um, My number three is an extension of four. See how freaking clever I am to work this in? Mia, four. Number three for me is Sasha Bingham. Me too! Because she plays Mia. Mia. She's an actress in the show, and she's hired to play the actress to play Mia in the movie of Fucking and Punching. That was so confusing. Did you follow me? And her real, what's her? She's Addison, Addison Timlin. Timlin. Um, yes. So she's the yeah, actress that plays it, and Hank, of course, hooks up with her because I think she she was very into it because she wants to do research for the role. <laughs> and she's... Well, as I said, she's... I, Are you going to break out the nudies? I, I, uh... You got, you got some of the pictures from... Well, her... I had to look up the girl. Right, you got some of the pictures really... from her scene. Can we... So, so, we can um, post these on Instagram. <laughs> I don't think we can. I don't think we can. No, we can't. We can't. I don't think Sasha Bingham would like that. But, but yeah, I did. I oh, was, that's Mia. That's Mia. Yeah, bleh. Yeah, that's... that's so I believe that was a, it was a scene when they were... She write for the role in, in, in an office with all the executives that were ready to invest in the movie. And they said something about her qualification of the role or something. And she just stands up, lifts up her shirt, <laughs> shows everybody in the room. And she's like, right, so. there are my qualifications. But she was sassy. She was aggressive. They actually you don't. You're, uh, what you're going to say? They're the same. They're close. <laughs> <laughs> they they work. Um, if I remember, Hank bangs her mom too. That I don't remember. I, I think so. That I don't remember. Her mom came to visit, and then he ended up banging the mom, and then I don't remember which one got jealous. Anyways, so, so yeah. Um, your number three is Sasha Bingham. My number three is Sasha Bingham. So at least you got one right on your list. 
which are. All right, on to number two. You or me? You're up. For number two? You are up. I might bend the rules a little bit on the number two. Do I need to show the text? <laughs> Top five. I'm going to read it right now. I'm going to bend the rules. Top five sexual partners of Hank Moody. Moody. The main character in the show. Hank Moody. The protagonist, as they like to call him. Well, let me let me tell you this. I want to give Runkle some love. Well, you'd be the only one. I love Runkle. He's <laughs> hilarious. And Runkle doesn't get a lot of love in the he show. Doesn't, so but when he when he does when he got Lizzie Lizzie Borden, um, no, I, I fell in love with what you fell in love with Runkle when he got Lizzie. I did more so. Yeah. I mean, I've always been in that first moment. Like, with me and Runkle, was love at first sight, like a big bald baby, <laughs> bald baby, <laughs> and it just grew. Yeah, yeah. Camila Ludington. Um, she emerged from the pool. Easy to use. Thought she was alone, and then holy fuck, dude! How was that? What the fuck did you do to that drink? I poured just a little vodka and it killed the tequila. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. During the break, I put a little. Walked, vodka in. I walked to my car to get my phone charger, and you fucking date rape me. <laughs> Woo! As far as you know, that's all I put in there. Oh, I like the glass. So Rabbit Punch Irish Red from, I don't remember which brewery, but Indiana somewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't remember. All right, anyway. Yeah, I fell in love. So, yeah, I'm giving a little Runkle love to Runkle. Hank, you had enough. You've got enough love. All right, Let's well. Let's give some to Runkle. And I'm in love with Lizzie because she emerged from the pool. She thought she was alone skinny dipping, and Runkle was there. And she didn't think she was alone. I know, because she, she knew. Then started banging Runkle, trying, thinking I could get some parts because he's an agent. And Runkle wasn't. Runkle was easily playable. He was playable and he didn't get many roles for her and the loving stuff. But go for Runkle. He got some loving for a while. Then she moved on to Stu and his big man meat. <laughs> Everybody would move on to Stu. All right. My number two, which would be number one on... Talk. That's what the cool thing about the podcast. Talk. Do I have to turn that? <laughs> you do, actually. Okay, my number two, who should be, would be number one on any list, should be number one on any list with the exception of who my number one is. So, yeah, that's a weird thing, but just based on, if we, if we want to just be as shallow as possible. Confusing. Yeah, if we just want to be as shallow as possible, my number two should be everybody's number one, and that is Surfer Girl, played by Michelle Lombardo, who is drop-dead gorgeous. And also a great character, because she steals from him. She steals his LPs and guitar. She she fucks him unconscious and then steals his (laughs) shit. And, you, I mean, some people go, well, that's terrible. What do you mean she's a great... No. You think about some of the shit Hank Moody has done... Hank Mooney deserves a he little. Deserves it. His, his comeuppance once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Glad at least you poured some into yours, too. I, yeah. So, number two? I think it enhanced the tequila <laughs> more than covered it up, is what I think. Because I deal with that. Yours. So, number two for me is Surfer Girl, who 
was in season one, so right away, you know, you're hooked. You're into. So they're never, for me. Supergirl, which I knew that she would be. For me, it never got better. I, I knew it would, it would be uh, her. Because I like the. You like the hippie girls. I like the hippie curvy chicks, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, yep. I like the peace love. Peace and love. So, yeah, but you only put her at two. What if, what if I put her at number one? You didn't. I said, but what if? I, but I don't think you did. I just, uh, she's I not she, your type. I knew she'd be in your top two. She's not your type. I, I knew that. You can't, you couldn't play it. You couldn't stick with a hippie chick. You. <laughs> Wouldn't work for you. So, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. I broke the rules for number two. Why do I want to change now? I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules of number one again. I'm pretty sure I read that text saying hottest girls in California on Cali- on Californication. Can you pause for one second? Nope. Now, not okay. Wait. Boop boop boop. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this like a PSA or a, like a like an ad. This is an ad read. Would you like to be a podcast host? Because cocktails with dimples in the beard is looking for one. <laughs> We've decided to replace our rule breaker with a somebody who can follow the rules. So. If you're somebody who can follow the who rules, wants to follow rules. <laughs> anyway, who's your number one? Who wants to follow who's, rules? I mean, okay. Let me. I let, wasn't let, it you that said? No, I know where your daughters get it from. Yes. All right, number one. No way. Let me. Okay. Cool. Okay. It can only be one of two people at this point because, like I said, Runky, Mister Runky, doesn't get much love. He doesn't. So there's Danny. Yep. And well, there was a assistant that was like texting while he was banging. From behind. And oh. Remember, remember that? I don't know if she was an assistant or something. Oh. She's like literally doing work. And Is that Danny? Danny's, Danny's his assistant. And she like spanks him and shit. And... No, no. Or he spanks her. He puts her over his knee no, and no, spanks no, her. No, that's not her. He, banged, he got Kathleen Turner. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Your number one is Kathleen Turner. Yeah, no. My number one is Marcy. Marcy Cokie Smurf is Cokie Smurf. Runkle's wife at the beginning of the, the series. They do go through some issues. They, Vagina waxer, but she does, to the stars. But waxing to the stars. They 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 they, they, they split. They depart. They work things out. But I've always was in love with Cokie Smurf. I think she's. Spitfire, I think she's sexy, I think she's hot, I, I think she's cute, I think she's beautiful, I think she's driven, um, and she's a freaking smurf. <laughs> I love her character. So I absolutely in love with her character. The considering way she talks, the way she um, handles herself, yeah, I'm in love with her. I've been in love with her. So cons- she's my number one. Considering the size of her, that has nothing to do with it. Never mind. I, I wasn't going to make any points. Never mind. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, considering the size of her, I know somebody else on my friend list who would love her. Just saying. <laughs> somebody I know who likes small people. I like midgets. <laughs> midgets. Jesus Christ. There you I'll, go. Marcy. I'll edit out midgets. I'm not going to edit out Marcy. Marcy. All right. And now for... Oh, gee, who's your number one? My number one, who is obvious, the obvious number one. Who goes obvious? Because she's she is the show. She's what the whole show is centered around. And that is our protagonist, Hank Moody. Debaucherous, troublemaking Hank Moody. 
-hmm. He keeps getting himself in more and more trouble, but all he wants is the love of one woman, and it's the same woman I want the love of, and that is Karen. Beautiful. Yep. Smart. Yep. Driven. Yep. Funny. Yep. And the greatest hair ever on TV. <laughs> Karen. I love Karen. Face pair faucet. Come on. I, I no, Karen. I love Karen. Um I do too, but not as much as Marcy. Would I would I would I if it was just a strictly who's the hottest would I pick Karen? No, Karen would be number one for me. Um multiple things make her hot. Yes, right. As Marcy. Yeah, if it's if it's just looks, right, exactly. If it's because if it's just looks, then the, the girl who would probably be tops of my list isn't even on my list because we got Maggie Grace playing Faith. And she didn't even make a list. And that's because I really Which surprises me. I didn't I wasn't a big fan of the character. Sure, sure. But... So I yeah, she just didn't I mean, I love Maggie Grace. I know. I do right. love Maggie Grace, but I thought that would, I thought it was going to be. I, I my guess for you was Karen Hippie Girl and then Maggie Grace is what I thought. You thought Maggie Grace would be number one. No. Oh, I meant three. You thought Karen three, would be number one. One, two, three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had no doubts. Yeah. I thought yeah, yeah between her and Hippie Girl, but I'm like, you know, I was I thought Maggie would have been third. Yeah, if I like the character more, definitely. But I just right. I, there was something about her character I just didn't had a hard time getting into her character. See, and the. I did too. That the Abby Rhodes, the lawyer that played by Carla, uh, Carla, Carla. However you say her last, I don't know. There's a last name I don't know how to say. Gugino. Sure. I got a big thing for her, and she didn't make my list because I didn't like her character. Yeah. And but Hank says the guy, and I wish I could, I could not. As much research as I did, I could not find the quote about the chocolate covered gummy bear that he says to her. And I wish I, I can remember, like seeing that one in the first, like when it was actually broadcast the first time and actually like social mediaing about you know posting about that quote and people being like what the fuck are you talking about hank moody that's <laughs> hilarious hank moody now i also like carrie she I, was the crazy stalker that burned hank's apartment new york down. apartment down and then comes to la to try and win him back win him back and, yeah she and then she, and I love that character. I thought it was hilarious. And then she drugs him, and <laughs> yep. she is batshit. She is batshit crazy. Yeah, but she was great at it. That, um, Natalie. Zia. That's who plays her. Yeah. Okay. There's also one of the one of the funnier sex scenes in the show, like episode one or two, right away at the beginning when. When Hank gets invited to Karen and her now fiance's place, and Karen's so generous, she tries to set her ex up with a, a woman played by Paula Marshall. Sonia. Is that her name, Sonia? Mm -hmm. And they, they end up banging on the, the bed. Karen and Bill's bed and get walked in on, and Hank pukes, grabs a, dra paint, a big painting to hide his manhood, and then ends up puking all over it, doesn't it? Well, first he or gets, she... first they were doing doggy. Yeah. And then he gets knocked off the bed and on his way down he pulls this expensive painting down mm. and then i think i think they yes. that and then when they came in then he pulled the painting up because he was trying to put it back on the wall <laughs> and then he puked on the painting something like that yeah yeah or yeah. she did yeah yeah paula she was in my honorable mention so oh, i really fucker! i really liked her character too um yep i mean let's face it 
Hank Moody has a laundry list of beautiful, beautiful women. And those are the only ones they show him. There's, there's, uh, there's the Dean's wife. She's very British and snooty and hot in her own way. Yes. But then there's also the fun male characters who we, who we, you know, you don't talk about because there's so many hot women, but, but Richard Bates yes. is fucking hilarious in him tucking when he drinks. Oh my God. Yeah, and then he stands up on the dinner table and tucks the <laughs> tucks the wiener back to j- j- alcoholic I, who stopped drinking, but once he drinks, he yeah, like Hank doesn't know it and offers him a drink or something, and then he just goes off the rails at this dinner party, and then Such so that's the first time I ever heard the expression mangina. <laughs> um, if you ever watch it, uh, the Rick Springfield storyline oh, yeah, is, is hilarious. Rick Springfield plays himself, <laughs> but he plays himself. That's... That's how Koki Smurf, he gets, that's where Koki Smurf true. gets into the Coke yeah, habit. Is from, because she's obviously, she Marcy's loves. still married her uncle, but. Well, they're, yeah, they're like divorced, but they're, they're going through it, but they still live together or whatever, but yeah. they're going to get divorced or they're whatever. They're going to, and Rick Springfield comes there or something, that. and um, she, of course, loves Rick Springfield from her teenage years. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? In fact, I saw Rick Springfield live in concert. Not surprised. Well, okay. Fact, a... I one time lost a bet on how old Rick Springfield was. <laughs> I don't remember how that all worked out. I think I thought he was much younger or something, and we were all out at the bar. Sure, I kind of remember that. And yeah, my sister was like, no, he's like 60-something. I'm like, no yeah. way, he's like 50. And then, I, yeah, so I lost a bet on how old, because he looks fantastic. For Now he's probably 70 years old. And he just went into business with Sammy and bringing out an... Uh... Don't know what they did. Gin? They might have done a gin. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. If I remember, or if it wasn't whiskey, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, they went into it and they've been advertising that whiskey. They worked in together. So that storyline's hilarious because he plays himself, but like a asshole, coked up version of Rick Springfield. Oh, I thought that was playing himself. Maybe it is. I don't know. But yeah, Cokey Smurf gets into it and gets banged by Rick Springfield. Cokey Smurf. So boom, two for one. I bang Marcy. I get Rick Springfield. Win-win for Kevin. Oh, you mean you get sloppy seconds from Rick Springfield? I don't give a shit. I don't care. All right. Fair enough. I I get it's Rick Springfield. All right. I didn't know you were that into Rick Springfield, but learn something new every day, folks. I tell everyone I got tickets for my girlfriend in high school to go to Rick Springfield for her birthday. She had no idea who he was. No, she did. She was hot for him. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She, 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 She was. I, hey. I gave up. I couldn't because I only had a limited budget. And I had to give up going with my buddies to Def Leppard for taking my girlfriend to go see Rick Springfield. And I took my girlfriend to see Rick Springfield. Boom. Boyfriend delight. Hmm. How many girlfriends did you have True at the time? True story. How many girlfriends did you have at the time? Like dozens. You took one of your girlfriends to see Rick Springfield. Uh, let me, let me, let's at this time, and she was my only true one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Sorry. It was my first girlfriend in New London. Okay. All right. When I just got there. Okay. So you took her to see Rick for her birthday. Yeah. Because she was in love with Rick because he's dreamy. He's pretty dreamy. He is. He was a soap opera star, man. And he, she, he would turn around. So here, so I, I, after the show, I'm like, wow, he would sing a verse. And turn around and shake his ass to the audience. 
Oh, what a sweet guy. Amazing. So, and, and until I saw Bon Jovi, I would say that's the most Greatest. ass I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Bon Jovi put him to shame. I'm John, like, Johnny shakes that ass? He would I've never seen Bon Never seen my Jovi live. You turn around in those leather pants, and I'm like, "This is Rick Springfield times two. Come on!" So that's why to this day, I'm not that I don't mind the ass because the guy's got a nice ass. I've never been a big Bon Jovi fan. Okay. I would listen to Rick Springfield before Bon Jovi. We have fallen well off the rails. We are now talking. Let's debate Rick Springfield. Do you know why I think that is? Why? We just drank a adios, motherfucker. Don't say motherfucker that way. I miss you. <laughs> you know what I just saw? My, my neighbors just love you. <laughs> love us. Oh, I'm a loud guy. Yeah. 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 I get told that a lot. You are loud. Dude, you're loud. You're loud. Then you drink and you get louder. It's really? Just, it's just life. Really? Sorry. Oh, I don't care. I think it's funny. Yeah. That they're over there. Going, hey, hey, if you want to listen, Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard episode. Seven happening Follow. now. Go listen. <laughs> Here we go. You want to be on the? You want to be on the show? What do you got to bring to the table? We can just cut a hole in the wall. See what they can bring to the table. All right. Are we done here? Um, you got something other than bottom line? Other than bottom line, greatest is, show ever. Uh, go check out the show. You'll enjoy it. It's funny. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, we got to start it over again. And yeah, that's the other thing I wanted. Like, because I. We continue to have a very strong female demographic listening to the show, which surprises the shit out of me. <laughs> I really thought when we did this, this would be more more for men. But I think it's we both have such dreamy, sexy voices. The ladies are just drawn. They can't stay away. But anyway, for you ladies, since we have a predominantly female listening audience, for you ladies. We're going to turn to the mic and shake our asses. I already, yeah, already. No, no I was going to say, if you're a man... Fine. If your man wants to watch Californication with you, it's not just a tits and ass show. It's not. No. It's got heart. It's got there's it's funny as fuck. You know, it's 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 a good comedy. Yeah. And it does it have a lot of fucking yeah. So but if that's it, not your jam. But it adds to this show. But let's face it, if that ain't your jam, you're listening to the wrong fucking podcast. <laughs> just saying. True that. True not that, that anybody's listening. But... All right. Is that it? That's all I got. Can man. I cheers? Can I cheers this drink one more time? I don't want to have to drink out of it. We gotta finish this bad boy up. Cheers, salute. Holy cow, this thing is a bad boy. All right. <sighs> Thanks, everybody. Follow us. Thanks for making that drink so strong. Yeah, Give it a listen. The drink a listen? No, us. Give us a listen. Where can they follow us? They can follow us on uh, Facebook. Cocktails with dimples in the beard. Over 500 likes and, and growing. Boom. So all I got to say to you people who have liked, well, you're not going to hear this, but you got to listen. Like yeah, it. I don't, I don't get it. If you like it, listen, man, that you're you're here for you're there for the podcast. That's what it's all about. We're not just creating a Facebook page. We're creating a podcast. There's not much on Facebook. There's not. Everything good is happens here. The, um, the magic happens. The magic happens here, as they used to say <laughs> in cribs. Um, <laughs> someday we'll do an episode of cribs on the podcast. Can I be clear to everyone that? Even though this was not our first drink of the evening, <laughs> it was not. No, once so, again, to, so it was not the first drink. Right, to, to give away top secret we information, we need to get drunk after one drink. We've recorded two tonight. Though it, it is you could get drunk off one of these. Um, we're on Instagram as Dimples in the Beard. Um, so if you're on the Facebook page, go over there and hit hit a like there too. Um, we'll post 
pictures of these drinks. We'll post the recipe of these drinks. Maybe we'll, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll post other stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're trying to say goodbye? Trying to say goodbye. Say goodnight, Gracie. You know what I'm trying to say? What? Adios. Motherfuckers! Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.